Blog Talk Radio. Hi, welcome to the Energy Goddess Show. I'm your host, Vicki Emanuel. Today's show, we're going to be talking about relationships, what's coming up in the future for relationships. Um, I did have a little error here this morning, so if you want to call in, I, I kind of had the wrong link up there. Um, if you're listening in on computer right now, you can call in with a question at 646-787-8519. Again, it is 646-787-8519. I'll be talking all about relationships today and would love to have your questions too if you have a relationship question. But I think my show is going to go over a lot that you're going to understand what's going on right now in relationships. Um, I just posted too in Facebook, I posted, uh, you know, that I'll be talking about relationships and what are some questions people have on relationships. Uh, I myself have, you know, understand relationships. I've gone through enough as it is, and I have been dealing with them for over 15 years in my readings. And seeing how they work and and what's going on. So I can't wait to share with you. And also moving into 2017 on, we're having a whole new paradigm shift for everything in the universe. So this is also also relationships, big time in relationships. So, you know, one of the things if you're single or even if you're in a relationship, first let me talk about um, the new paradigm that I was talking about. Relationships are very complex as it is, and when we're in the the, the foreverness, you know, um, we're raised in a belief system, especially in the old days when we were in Pisces times of once married to married or once with somebody, you know, that's commitment-wise that we're with them forever. And forever is an awful long time to be happily forever. And, you know, a lot grows and doesn't grow. And I'm not saying by any means that, you know, the first sign of, of distress, you're supposed to split it. But the people don't realize is things change. We grow and we all grow. And to have that commitment, especially now that we moved into Aquarius times, to have that forever commitment is is a lot of responsibility and it's a lot of um, projections and it's a lot of holding on to a hope and a dream that there's going to definitely be disappointment. So number one, when it comes to relationship, even if you're just out there dating, biggest thing is just go out and have fun. Don't be already putting a lot of um, restraints on it, being like, oh, is this the person for me? I get this all the time in my readings. Well, is this person the one? Even if they were the one, let's just say they're the one you're going to have a long relationship with, you're going to miss out on the fun and miss out on the whole experience of just enjoying, right? Because you're just all, right now you're just thinking, oh, is this the one? Is this the one? And so when you go into, you know what, this is the person I'm going to be with right now. I'm going to have fun with this person right now. And we'll just see where it goes. It changes the whole dynamic of the relationship and it it lets go of a lot of responsibility. And it will make your life so much easier. Relationships of the past, which was the Pisces times I was talking about, we were in Pisces times for 2,000 years. Pisces time is a astrology. If you don't know the astrology, there's four matters in our earth. And it's kind of divided in four um, different signs, right? And we are on Pisces times for 2,000 years, and that's from Jesus' time to uh, 2012. In 2012, we shifted. So each time you shift an energy, a new paradigm of the whole world comes in. It's not just relationships. Well, it, it trickles to everything, right? It tricks, trickles to finances, to relationships, to way things are done, even to the energy of the earth. And so we moved into Aquarius times in 2012. 
And probably some of you even listening, that's when you may maybe started having like the wake up call within. You started just feeling like, who am I? What am I doing? You know, having this awakening within you. Why am I with this person? Why am I in this job? Why am I, why am I doing these things that don't give me love and, and passion, you know, or, or just a wake up call of I'm wanting to find me. Um, and so with that, the old days of relationships, you know, I'm going to say the old days, like my mom, my grandmother, you know, she's 81. That tradition was, once you stay with somebody, you're with somebody forever, right? You get married, you're with them forever. You're just, you're to do the whole family dynamics. You're to stay in, you know, the relationship. And it's very, it was also very judgmental. You know, there weren't a lot of gay, gays back then. You were, if you were gay, it was not as openly received. And that was the very, it was the paradigm of you're actually to get married to co-create. And the other thing is it was also, you know, a lot of, that was the time when the men was the ruler and a lot of women lost their identity in the man. They gave up a lot of freedom for their man. And that was just the way things were. I'm not putting any judgment on all, but that is, that was the way of Pisces times and Pisces times was um, looking for another to complete you. Okay. A lot of the relationships that you got married with that person was you didn't complete yourself. You looked for somebody else to make you happy and complete yourself. And so the new ways, which we moved into 2012, but it's going to keep on every year becoming deeper and deeper, especially now, 2017 to 2020 is this huge new paradigm of relationships and how they're going to work and what's going on. We're no longer looking for another to, um, we're, to complete us, we are becoming one and free in our own willpower. The women are rising, and women are becoming actually goddesses, and actually will be the rulers. That will be the stronger ones. This actually is awesome for men because this will alleviate a lot of responsibility for men. For when women rise and they become responsible for themselves, and they uh, don't need another to you know feel great about themselves and fill in their power, then then the man can just be there and be supportive and doesn't have to give them all because that's a lot of responsibility. And so we're coming into a new paradigm, a new shift where there's not going to be like, like a lifelong commitment and marriage is not going to be necessarily the common denominator anymore. If anything, we're kind of switching to the opposite. Uh, we are going to be in, you may be in a relationship for fun. You may be in a relationship for a while. You may not even be in a relationship and you may be dating a lot. And so a lot of people, because also on Facebook, I had some people that were, um, that, that also said the frustration of like being with people because they don't want to be with a commitment, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of people that don't want to be in a commitment and that's the new paradigm. And, you know, also there was a comment on Facebook about a waste of my time. I will tell you, nothing is ever a waste of your time. Remember that. Don't be like, uh, why did I stay with this person for this long? Or why was I in this relationship? Or I can't believe I did that. You are always learning lessons. You are always in the frequency and you're always getting a gift out of everything. One of the things you got to look at is if you were dating for a while and you dated some frustrating people or whatever, right? So you dated those frustrating people and you started testing and seeing what you want in a relationship, what you don't want in a relationship or what you want in a person, what you don't want in a relationship. And then the other thing you started seeing is, you know, if 
to to really appreciate somebody, we got to kiss a lot of toads, right? To get to get that prince, right? Or prince princess. And so when you when you you appreciate the person that comes to you so much more with the past experiences you had. And the other people the other thing people don't realize is we actually bring to us and attract to us and this is a big thing in relationships whatever we're putting out there the frequency we are frequency beings in this physical form in this physical body and we're living a physical life but whatever we submit frequency wise out we're going to get in return so for instance let's say I'll throw out there um, one of my exes, okay? One of my exes was very domineering, was was very control, was a control freak, right? My participating in that, allowing that person to come into my life, I actually attracted that person because I was raised uh, with a, a parent that really controlled me. I, I knew no different. I only knew like what to do, what people told me to do. And, and I was the people pleaser and I was the one that gave everything to everybody else, but not myself, you know, and that's the way I was raised. So being raised that way, I didn't know any different. So I'm bringing out the frequency inside of me, whatever you feel inside is the frequency you're going to put out. And so the frequency I was putting out at that time was, you know, I'm not worthy to be treated with kindness, love, and respect. I'm not worthy because all I know is to be treated, um, being told what to do, being mean, you know, um, not not being really nice. And so, because people will say, well, why did you, why were you with that person for so long? Well, I didn't know, like, that's all I know. And so we bring to us the frequency that we know, but also the frequency we believe we deserve. And at that time, you know, I believed I deserved to be treated a certain way. I believe I deserved to, you know, the whole relationships is all a habit, really, you think of it. It's a habit of giving and receiving. And sometimes you just you just give, 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 or sometimes you just receive, receive, receive. And it's all about becoming balanced. But it's a habit. It's what you know. It's how you were raised. It's what you see. It's what you project out to others. It's how you're going to bring and reflect. And so we always bring people into our lives that mirrors our frequency at that time. Um, I just recently had, and, and, and why, you know, I was through this marriage, I started like finally standing up and when I said, you have a gift, I started seeing this, you know, I don't deserve this. And actually, so the blessing or the gift in that whole relationship, which I was in it for a long time, um, you know, and had kids and everything is the whole gift was I started bringing being in my power and being like, I don't deserve to be treated like this. I'm going to be powerful because this person's not doing this to me. So the gift was it made me be this powerful person to put up my boundaries. So each relationship, you will find a gift, even though it might not be a, a, you know, a fun experience to go through. But you will find a gift within it. Once you understand and find that gift, then you're like, aha, I'm not going to bring that to me anymore because of, you know, what you just experienced. Um, I just recently had this, this lady that I was talking to. And, you know, she just had a breakup and she, you know, she told me that her boyfriend was horrible to her and he called her fat and ugly. And, um, I forget what else he was calling her. And, you know, she, so I asked her, I said, well, do you think you're fat and ugly? And she's like, yes. And I said, well, he's just reflecting to you what you believe you are. 
And that's how you can start seeing in your own relationships or even just the people that you're bringing to you that you're dating. There's, there's something within you that is reflecting that and, and putting that out there and the vibe and the energy out there. And so you're going to have that person that comes back and states out loud and act, takes the action and treats you that way, the way that really deep down inside uh, that you think. And the other thing is, whatever you start saying, believing, thinking, then you're actually going to bring that frequency to you, too. So in other words, you know, I hear all the time, well, there's no men in my area or no women in my area or there's, um, you know, they're all losers that live here. Well, if that's what you think, say and believe, then that's the energy you're going to bring there. So start watching the the frequency and the words of the thoughts and, and what you're putting out there. If It's the same thing. If you don't believe in miracles, then miracles aren't going to happen. If you don't believe that good stuff's going to happen to you, then it's not going to happen. So it's it's putting out there the frequency of what you're wanting and and also just like allowing going into okay I just I trust and know it's going to show up but number 1 you always have to work on yourself and and so you cannot receive love until you love yourself unconditionally the, the, the thing about this is if you do not love yourself unconditionally or if you think you're unlovable, so many people think they're unlovable um, from rejection, from all kinds of stuff. And we've all had a sad story. We've all had those sad stories. And once you really go in there and you heal that sad story and you let that sad story go and you create a new story that's uplifting and happy, but number one, giving to yourself, then you can attract and bring to you, you know, the relationship that you want. Um, I also wanted to, oh, yeah, trust. Trust was another thing for me. That I, I, There's a lot of things here I want to kind of hit and make sure. And there again, if you're listening by computer and or you want to call in with a question at 646-787-8519, and you got to press uh, pound one. I had the wrong link up there. Sorry, guys. I, I had a wrong date on there. So I know some of you guys might be went on the other link and got in on the wrong one. So sorry about that. Um, but you can tune in later. Okay, so let me talk about trust. This is a biggie. Trust, trust, trust. Trust is like the big scary word, right? Um, trust. There's a great book called Radical Forgiveness by Colin Tippin. I would suggest you read that on everything. Trust. Trust is one of the most overrated energies I think we give a lot to when it comes to relationships. I trust in the universe. I'm not saying trust in general. I think that a lot of people put a lot on trust. And they get broken. They get their heart broken because of trust. And is what I, I'm going to explain this. Uh, first of all, you can't even trust yourself 100%. Like trusting yourself 100% is like impossible. We think it is, but we never know. And I'm not just talking relationships. I'm talking everything. We think like, oh, we don't, you know, unless you're in those per- people's shoes, unless you're in that same circumstance, you really don't know and you can't really trust yourself 100%, okay? And so in this book, the great thing about this book is, and I see this all the time too, before remember when I said you reflect to you what you feel and what you put out there. So trust is um, if you don't trust which we've all had our issues of trust, right, in all of our life, in all different areas. It might not be, you maybe you got burned in the past, not necessarily in a relationship, but maybe you got burned in some other area where now you're putting up your heart trust, right, and now you don't trust. 
So you're going to reflect that and you're going to bring that to you and you can bring that to you in a partner. And that really stinks, right? When you don't trust, you're going to bring it to you just like self-sabotaging and things like that. You're going to bring to you what you put out there. So think about that. If you have a lot of trust issues, you might not want to be in a relationship right now because you will bring to you somebody untrustworthy. And really, it's, it could be also your issues. It could be your trust issues, you know, and it's, it's really you that needs to work on the trust, on the trust. So when you don't give that much energy, because when I said earlier about, like, I think too many people put a lot on trust, it's like, You live in this relationship. I see this all the time. They're in a relationship and they're like, I don't trust him or I don't trust her. I don't trust this. Well, why don't you just, because then your whole relationship, let's say 20 years goes by and the whole time you're like, I didn't trust them. I don't trust them. And so you're putting all this energy on trust. It's making you feel miserable. It's making you not respect. And then it's what happens is you don't trust. And then the whole relationship, you just focused on trust, right? So instead of focusing on trust, go into the the energy of I'm going just to see what happens, and if it happens, then I will go to it. You know, um, when you when you change that energy and letting go of the whole I don't trust, I don't trust, I don't trust, and then you just go into you know what we'll cross that bridge if it happens. Now you just let down the, all that energy and now you're not going to attract or bring to you the energy of a non-trusting partner. Okay. Cause you, you don't want to do that. And people don't realize that that actually, and that's why this book is really got good. It's called a radical forgiveness by Colin Tippin. And I do have some listeners on here. I just need to know if you have a question by pushing pound one and I will be answering questions here in a minute. Um, but I want to get to future relationships too. So we attract to us, you know, what we put out there. I just went over that and, you know, the past. And so, and I'm single right now too. I've been married twice to two different husbands. I have five kids, been there, done that, did everything. My first husband I married because I was pregnant would suggest never to do that. It was horrible. I cried and had my, actually my, but I, I, the blessing and gift is I have three beautiful children from him. And, you know, the second marriage, like I said, I attracted that person because of my mother and how I was raised and how I thought that I was supposed to be. And, you know, it was it, how I was supposed to be treated. So I thank God I realized how I attracted those two marriages. And I will also tell you my first marriage, I had uterine cancer at the age of 28. And I can't, and I'm also health intuitive, so I know how our bodies talk to us. And if you're in an unhealthy relationship, which means you are not in it heart-wise or you are stressed or you're in it for the other person or whatever, whatever reason you're in an unhealthy relationship, you know, a lot of, t- a lot of times for people, I hear kids, of course, that's one of the reasons why I was going to stay with my first. And um, the the best thing the guidance counselor told me was, or the counselor I went to at the time, he's like, if you're going to get a divorce, get a divorce now because it's going to be worse on your kids when they get older because then they're going to know you stayed together. And it's like, hallelujah, you know. So, And kids are resilient. It's amazing. And they actually subconsciously know. And I have to tell you, too, with kids is my first one, my first divorce, they were 6, 8, and 10. Were they 6, 8, 10, or 4, 6, and 8? Oh, they are 4, 6, and 8. Three boys. And their energy was all over the place because whatever, however we feel and the anxiety and the no happiness and all that, that's what they're seeing and reflecting and picking up. 
And then actually think about it. That's what they're going to bring to them. If you're in a loveless marriage or if you're in a controlling marriage or whatever kind of marriage you're in, that's what they see and they're going to grow up and that's what they're going to be in them, themselves. Do you want them to be in a loveless marriage? No. So once I, you know, once we finally got to the point of, of letting them know what was going on, they were fine. Like that's the biggest thing is like the uncertainty, the, the loveless marriage or the, you know, abusive marriage or whatever. But once they know, they're like, oh, okay. You know, then they can, then everybody can move on into healing because I do feel some listeners out there are maybe going through this um, with the children. So before I answer some questions, I do see some questions on here now. Um, I want to say what the new energy of the new world is going to be of, of moving into the future. So moving into the future is nothing like the past where I told you we're going to be in a relationship forever. It's actually, and you still can find somebody that's lifelong, but it's, it's going to be maybe a couple partners that's lifelong. I don't want to say lifelong. So maybe that's more like long-term relationships, but there's also going to be a lot of open marriages. There's going to be a lot of um, open relationships. There's also going to be relationships of, um, you know, maybe two women or two men. And I don't even like to call it gay or lesbians because it's going to be more of people seeing souls, not necessarily seeing, um, you know, if you're a man or a woman, seeing genders. It's going to be more of, of seeing the soul, being in the soul. Like, so even my kid's age, which my youngest is like nine, so my oldest is 25, my youngest is nine, I have five kids. Um, I don't think my older, my older ones are pretty that will be pretty much, um, you know, I, I think there'll be girls. I have three older boys. But, you know, younger kids, I'm going to say from the ages, 14 under when they grow up you know don't be surprised if your kids are with both a girl and a boy or they're both with they're with one or the other throughout their lifetime because it's going to be gender free like they're going to see the gender they're just going to be love they're just going to see love and it they may have many partners it's not going to be like the old days where we get married and have kids and and also that I also feel um, the marriages were really not going to be, there's not going to be as much marriages, you know, they may live together, they may get in a committed relationship, but it's not going to be, uh, through a piece of paper, you know, as far as forever. I think it's a great idea. I forget who did this. Um, I think it was Jim Carrey where they did a five year marriage and then they'll look at it or something. I forget exactly who that was, but they did the five years and then they said, we'll reassess our marriage at the, at the time. I think that is beautiful because do you know how many people stay in a loveless marriage for 50 years and then they've created a whole bunch of health, ugly issues and they are angry as hell. And I do so many readings where, and you know, after usually if you've been together after 30 years, you are not going to get a divorce. It's just not happening. And you guys are going to live like miserably forever and have an ugly life the rest of your life because you hate each other. This is what I see all the time. Okay. I'll go to a question now. Area code, um, well, I can't see. It starts with an eight. Hi. Hi. How are you? Good. This is Gabriella. Hi, Gabriella. I can't believe I can't believe I'm on here. Actually, I was just listening to her podcast, and I'm like, oh, she says she's on Friday, so I'm gonna go check it out. And I looked at your Facebook, and now I'm here. So how crazy awesome. is that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What so, podcast um, are you listening to? What? Uh, yeah. What's that? I said, what podcast were you listening to? To the uh, the healing one. What is that one? I have it here. Um, oh, Energy okay, Goddess. Cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. So um, cool. I have okay. a question for you. And 
it's okay. my, been my question forever. Um, I always have dreams about water and tidal waves. I've been having this dream for years now, years and years. Like um, I'm out on vacation, there's a tidal wave comes over me, and I always survive. And it's like always with how water, old are you? water, water. I am 32. You're 32. Okay. Uh, so water is always emotion. It's it's always it's big emotions. Obviously, a tidal wave is a big emotional. Um, you know, I I feel you're getting kind of I don't want to say a warning. It's more of a I see with you. It's just like you're gonna like you're going through some turmoil and then you'll it'll clear. So actually, the tidal wave feels very clearing to me. But you might not think mm-hmm. it's clearing during the whole process. Have you already started the turmoil in your life? Well, I don't know. I'm it's in like, a really it's like, happy it's like time I of my life. Like I'm, I see you fighting with yourself. Okay. <laughs> okay. I feel. Well, I feel you okay. need to clear more of like being perfect, like like just going into the flow of life. Does that make sense? Not fighting upstream. Yeah. Like just allowing and getting into the flow, and then that's when I feel mm-hmm. everything. So when when if you can, when you're when you're in the dream, if you can catch yourself, just feel like you're in the flow. Like go with it. Instead of, you know, fighting it, oh, I feel okay. like you go with it, you'll heal it. And that's just, I, I really feel it will heal all of your life. Because I usually feel like I'm running away from it. Like I'm running, like I'm freaking out. I'm running from the tidal mm-hmm. wave. So it's like, and exactly. it always comes on. So you, you don't have to answer on, on, on the radio, but I feel like um, there's something in your life that you feel like you, is a struggle or you have to... Um, you know, it's frustration. I feel some kind of frustration area of your life. If you want to answer, you can. But I'm just saying, think of the frustration area of your life where you just, like, frustrated. Instead of fighting it, go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? And I have another – yeah, I do. I have one more question for you. Um, I, I'm getting married in a few weeks, so <laughs> I'm yeah. probably that was why the, I'm so emotional, too, and the dreams are coming. Um I've been having dreams about babies and I'm usually like, like 50, 50. I want to have kids. I don't want to have kids. And then I had a dream today about my grandmother who passed on and she was holding a little boy and she was like, look who, who I have here. And she was like in her young self with her young boys. And I just freaked out and I woke up out of my sleep. So it was just like, <laughs> crazy and I've been dreaming about babies and it's not like I'm baby crazy because I'm really not if anything I'm like oh my gosh I don't know if I do or if I want to have any so what does that mean that's the the frustration right there um that's the flow that I kept on seeing for you yeah so you're gonna have babies you remember I have five kids it's funny because I said I never want kids and I have five kids and I can't imagine now not having kids um so I do see babies around you um and and just so you know and for those listeners we don't really get to choose. Babies choose us. And so you've been chosen, mm-hmm. chosen. So there, you can do whatever you want, but it's not happening. You're getting pregnant. Um, so I see <laughs> two to three kids actually around you. And you're just going to be, I see you in so much bliss too. I do see a boy, but I also see a girl. I don't know what the third one's going to be yet. But I do see a contract with um, two to three kids. And I do feel that they will come really fast. So and your grandmother wants to come back as part of one of them. So part of your grandmother's soul is going to be rebirthed. And I, I feel the boy um, into the boy. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy because she loved boys. They were her, like she just uh, loved. She never had a boy. 
so she always wanted to have a boy. So, so she's going to be crazy. parts of her. You will see her soul. Like I feel, I feel, she, I feel her personality, which she feels like a hoot will um, be in, in the boy. So you're going to realize part of her, the personality of the boy and the boy is going to be a star child, very gifted, but water. What, what sign are you? I'm a Virgo and my fiance is a cancer. A cancer. Okay. Yeah, the baby will be a water sign. I don't know where in the chart it could be rising moon or sun, but I do see some water in there. So that's what you're having the dream about, and that's what all that is. So congrats. Congratulations. Oh, wow. And I would love to hear back you just pregnant. (laughs) Thank you. You just actually put all my puzzle together. I just put all my puzzle together. So thank you. Good. Good. See, everything was meant to be, so that's why you called in when you were supposed to be calling in. That's awesome. Thank you. Have a good day. Where are you getting married? Um, when I when or where? 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 In Utah, in Sandy, Utah. Oh, cool. Okay, is that where you live? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Cool. Well, congrats. Enjoy. Thank and you so you're much. You're going to have a beautiful wedding and beautiful kids. So I can't wait to hear back. Yeah. Keep in touch. Let Thank me you. become my Facebook so fan. My website's vickymanuel.com and become my Facebook fan and then like message me once you're pregnant and everything too because I would love to hear back. I will. I will. Thank you so much, Vicky. You're welcome. Have a great day. Bye-bye. I love that that, um, also she's getting married because yay. So I don't want to say not everybody will be getting married. It's just marriage isn't going to be the same as my, how old am I? I'm 46. And back in my day, you know, growing up, it's all like we all used to think of princesses and when we're getting married and da, 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 da. That's not going to be on the forefront in the future. The forefront's just going to be um, more about yourself and not looking for others to complete you, where the kind of opposite was when I was growing up. It's like, oh, you need to find a man or a woman, you know, to complete you and do the whole relationship thing, where the new the new world moving forward is going to be a much freer, uh, more freedom, more, you know, um, doing what you kind of want to. And it is, there. there's so many, there's going to be a polygamous, which is, you know, a lot of people are like, oh my God. But the people that are open to it are obviously, if you're in a relationship for it, you're going to be open to that. So it's not going to be bad. It's going to be, that's what they choose to do. So don't be, you know, kind of surprised if that kind of um, pops up. So I'm going to go to another question. Eight, three, I think it is. Hi. Hello. Hey, Vicki. This is Julia. Hi. Julia Hi, Julia. How are you? How are you? <laughs> Doing well. This is a great topic. Good. I well, yeah, pretty much look forward to all your topics. <laughs> so, oh, goodness. Well, actually, I'm calling to uh, see if there's any insights about a future relationship for me because I, I would really love to have that, you know, committed love relationship again in my life. And what's your age? I just see things that age. Oh, you're the you're the good fifty five. So that's your ten <laughs> years. So when when will you be fifty? When's your birthday? Uh, in September, September sixteenth, I'll okay. be fifty six. Okay. Um, yeah. So I see a lot of change for you. I hear companionship is what I'm hearing. Companionship. So have you started the process of dating yet? Um, not not yet, <laughs> but I'm open to <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. So I'm hearing you got to get out there more. You got to go to groups. You know, this is a great topic. I'm glad you're asking this question too. So 
we need to get out there. Definitely you can always manifest and attract and bring, you know, the UPS man to you. But it's going to be much better if you go out to what you're loving to do. And I do. I feel I feel soon. I, I see you dancing and laughing and having fun. So do you go out dancing? Because I'm hearing you need to go out dancing. You know, I haven't danced in so long. But it's funny. I've got my vision board in front of me and... I've got two pictures of couples dancing. <laughs> you need board. to dance. You know what I'm feeling for you is even dance lessons or, um, you know, they used to, because you're in Florida too. Where I was in, when I lived in Florida, they had like Fred Astaire where they would do the dance lessons and then afterwards they would do these group things together and you meet other people and you dance. That's what you do is you dance. But your soul, when I read you, your soul is saying, I want to dance. It wants to get out of its comfort zone. You need to do something new and comfort. And I see you meeting a lot of men through dancing. And so um, start dancing lessons or go, go to free dancing lessons. You know, they have Zumba. They have all kinds of dancing stuff. But make sure there's men there. So Zumba is really not men. So like, you know, salsa or something like that. Like something out of the ordinary is what I'm seeing with dancing. Because I see, I see you having, you're going to like giggle because I see you all giggly. You're like, oh, not only is there like one man, there's like two or three or four. Like, ooh, they're cute, you know. So I see you <laughs> having fun with it. And that's what, that's what the new world's about is just going out and enjoying and having fun and not looking like, forever you know you may have this guy to dance with and you may have this guy to go to the restaurant with and you may have this guy to go there with you know and then you got to pick it is it gets even better you got to choose you know like let them fight over you kind of thing and I do feel you having fun this summer I'm seeing a lot of fun with you and the more you giggle and have fun the more you're going to attract and bring that energy to you so I do feel yeah I feel the summer but you got to take the action of going out and dancing Okay, I will. Thank you so much. Something to You're welcome. To. And that's so funny that you said dance because that was actually one of your cards you pulled for April, too. I remember that. Celebration oh, had what? dance written on it, on your April cards. Uh, yeah, your uh, predictions. Uh, my predictions, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God, awesome. Yeah, go dance. It's funny because cool. I think I'm going to dance around late too i do these predictions and i never remember what I do. And then I'm like, oh, I did all that stuff, too. Yeah, so go dance. Have some fun. <laughs> Okay. Thanks so much. Appreciate it. Have a All good right. night. Bye-bye. You All too. Right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I just posted for those of you um, that are new to my, my, to me, period. Um, I go, go to vickiemanuel.com or energyreader.com and I just posted my April predictions. I do predictions on YouTube on a video monthly. You can scroll down my website there and check them out because April was, April's the manifesting month. This is the month to manifest. This is the month to get into fun and celebration. Um, and, and part of manifesting too. So I'll talk a little bit about that with relationships also is, uh, so you want to attract, like I said, you want to attract like-minded, obviously. So doing something that you love to do. So it's not necessarily going out, you know, trying to find a person. It's more about when you're in fun and play, you're going to attract that vibration and you're going to be putting that vibration out there and you're going to bring it to you. When you are in the energy of needy, of wanting so bad, you're actually pushing relationships or other people away. So if you're, you know, who wants a needy person? Like even for us, like seriously, most people like challenges. I'm just going to tell you. Most people like the challenge. Most people like the, um, 
the fun of the fun and excitement of it, right? And nobody really likes needy. Like anytime I'm thinking back when you were in a relationship or you were dating somebody and you're like, oh my God, they're so needy or they're so, um, you know, they're, they're, they, they, they attach themselves to me and they need me so much. Like you don't want that. We all really want somebody that's confident. We want somebody that is, you know, holds their own and their own power. And so that's why you have to become and be the person that you, you want to attract. I see this all the time. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll be in my reading, somebody will be unhealthy and, um, you know, lack mindedness and poor and, you know, not have the confidence. And yet they want, they want, they want Prince, you know, knight shining armor to come in and save them the wealthy, fit person or vice versa, or that, you know, there's so many guys I know that want the supermodel, you know, and it it just doesn't happen. Like, why would that person want to be with you if you're not whatever you're putting out there? Right. So do the part, do yourself. And that's what you're going to attract for the other. The other great way to work with energy to attract somebody in your life is putting on is is pretending they're already in your energy. I'm a manifesting queen and I'm all about teaching others how to manifest. And so you want to create the space as though it's already happened. So the frequency, you want to go into pretending like you already have a loved one, right? So how are you going to, what are you going to wear? Because you know when we date or when we're in a relationship, we care much more. Or I don't want to say care more about ourselves. We make a little bit more effort to look a little bit better. I am, I'm definitely guilty of this. Right now I have my yoga pants still on and my sweatshirt where maybe if I had a man sitting here in my life, I probably still would be like this, but I might have brushed my hair, okay? So, you know, we we take a little bit more effort. We're not going to go to bed in our ugly, gross, mom, you know, big dress pajamas. We're going to be a little bit more nicer, you know. So taking that for yourself, take that initiative for yourself and start dressing the part, being the part, looking the part, acting the part. And sending that frequency out, and not only is it going to attract them, it's going to make you feel so much better about yourself and give yourself so much more confidence. Any, everything's confidence. When you are in your power, that's what you manifest. That's the frequency you're putting out there, and that's what you're going to attract. The, the other thing about this, too, in relationships where I see this all the time, and I've experienced it myself, is... You're wanting, you know, we're wanting somebody to step up to the plate, right? And we get disappointed, you know, and a lot of times that's because we settle. I've done this myself. I've gone out on a date knowing and, to, you know, just knowing like, well, this person is like, okay. I'm like, well, maybe, well, just maybe, just maybe, you know, and so I'm actually settling going on this date just because I don't even know why like and you'll get to a point where you'll be like okay they're not even worth my time right but you settle you put your standards down a little bit instead of from the very beginning just saying you know what I'm not going to settle because once you put out that energy or the boundaries to the universe saying I'm not going to settle this is what I want this is what I'm getting then that's what you're going to get but when you're saying, all right, I'll waver, I'll settle now, and I'll, I'll go out with this, or I'll do this, then that's what you're going to get, too. So it's about putting your boundaries up and, and not settling and getting what you want. 
Um, you know, and sometimes it, you don't even know what it looks like. Cause when I teach people how to work with manifesting is definitely, you know, we all, we, we want, you know, everybody wants their people that they look a certain way or, or whatever. But the biggest thing is we really just want true love. Right. Um, and, and true love may show up in a different form in a different body than what you're thinking or in a different face than what you're thinking, but that the heart center is there. So being open and just asking, don't ever forget to ask for true love because I always hear this, they want somebody wealthy or they want somebody this. And wealthy doesn't mean giving. We'll tell you, been with a lot of those. Oh my God, it does not mean giving. So make sure you're really fine-tuned on the frequency of what you're putting out there and what frequency you're at and what you believe. If you believe that, you know, where you only deserve something specifically or if you believe that there's nobody out there in your area and you have to drive to the next town over or if you believe you're never going to find anybody, you're, whatever you believe, that's what you're going to bring to you and you're going to have that in reality. That's... Um, there's also, an, I think there's also another question here. I'll get to this question in one minute. So may, look and see what you're putting out there attracting-wise with relationships. But the biggest thing is just to know, like, moving forward into the future, we are never, ever going to go back in the past. Like, the, the past paradigm is over. Look at my 2017 predictions. It's on YouTube channel, Vicki Manuel. I think my, yeah, my YouTube channel is Vicki Manuel. Um, and I have on there the two set, 2017 predictions. Because 2017, we're moving to this huge paradigm shift, radical change. And this is going to be all relationships. So what we know is relationships in the past of how, you know, we were looking for things. And, and so a lot of us are getting frustrated because we're like, well, why? Like, this should be easy. Like, what is changing about this? Well, the reason why is because we're having a hard time letting go of the past relationships past relationships you were with one person you know you you it was male and female it wasn't like open or it was male male or you were gay or you're a lesbian it wasn't like all over the place you know the future is not like that the future is going to be just very open in the moment um you could be growing that's the other great i kind of love the future i don't know exactly what it looks like yet but i do know what it looks like through what we're going into we're going into our heart center whatever is great for our heart center at that time is perfect and when we outgrow it or we get to a different vibe and that's where two people can come together and you could be in a short-lived relationship you could be in a, a long-lived relationship but when it's to the point of the end when you both have surfaced to the end and have that expiration date, we're going to be moving on. We're not going to be having that documentation. We're not going to be having that hard time because we're now moving into a lifetime of listening to our heart, which is beautiful. That, that's what the whole life's about. So the paradigms of religion, you know, once you're with somebody, you're to be with them forever and divorce is a sin and blah, blah, blah. It's all shifted. Those are old belief systems that need to go and you need to get out of those belief systems or you're going to have a really hard time with the new way of living and everything in life, everything. The, you know, staying in the same relationship, staying in the same job, staying in the same work, even though your heart's not being fulfilled is not going to happen. And it's what's going to happen is not only is it you can try to hold the glue to it, and I'm seeing this right now with a lot of marriages that people have been married, you know, over 10 years that expired like three or four years ago or even longer, right? And everything has an expiration date. Every single thing has an expiration date. All relationships, and think about food. Food has an expiration date, right? And what happens when food gets expired? It gets really gross. It gets really ugly, and it gets really smelly. 
So that's the same thing that happens in our life. If we hold on to a relationship that is expired, that expired a long time ago, the longer we hold on to that because of a belief system or because of society or because that's what we're told we're due or because we're not listening to our heart, then it's going to, that's when the resentment, the anger, the fury, the guilt comes in and we have a really hard time letting it go. Well, all of those negative, yucky emotions are going to surface in your body and in your life in a huge way and could even cause illness and death, okay? Like, could even make you die. So think of that. It could be sucking you dry. So you've got to get out of fear. You've got to listen to your heart center. And the sooner, if an expiration date comes, the sooner you actually leave, the better the, you will be friends. You will be healed. Both of you will move on and being healed. Um, I'm working right now with, you know, a lot of people getting a divorce. And one of the, one, there's always going to be a bad guy. There's always going to be the person, I call it the bad guy. Like, we don't want to be, the, nobody wants to be the bad guy, right? Nobody wants to say, hey, this is, our relationship isn't working anymore. But there's always going to be one because one of them wants to be the victim. There's always going to be a victim. And then there's always going to be the person that says, we need to move through this, right? And so vice versa, if you're the victim, let's say, so look at the person that you think is the person being the mean person. They're actually giving you a gift because you wouldn't want them. They're going to give you the gift. The person that is saying and being the mean person, they're really giving you a gift because you don't want to be with somebody that doesn't love you or you don't love them anyways. And you deserve so much more. So you got to look at that up both ways. Or if you're the person that is saying, hey, I'm the bad person, but I know that this isn't working for us. And, you know, the other person's being the victim. Do you think it's fair to the other person to be in a relationship that is loveless or that isn't working for them either? You're, you're both setting each other free. And unfortunately, we have to have a per- one of the people is going to be the stronger person. They're going to be the person to do the work, right? And if anything, that means you're the strong, brave one. That doesn't mean you're the mean, bad one. But it's what happens is then you feel guilty and you have a lot of emotions associated with it. And the sooner you get out of those emotions, the sooner everybody can heal and move on. So that's what happens in the whole struggle. But the new way and what we're moving into is we, before in the old paradigm, we could hold on to those loveless relationships. We could stay in them for a long time. The new way is the new world is the universe isn't going to let you. Shit's going to hit the fan is what's going to happen. If you try to stay in it, something is going to happen because the universe is going to say, hello, wake up. Oh, you're not getting it. Well, let's give you some more of this. It could be through emotions. It could be through your health. It could be through sickness. It could even be death. That's what I'm telling you. Like, so before you get to that whole dynamics of guilt and, and that, just realize like you need to listen and tune into your heart. And the new way and the new world of relationships are listening to your heart and letting go of all those old belief systems on the way things used to be, the way things we used to do things, you know, and um, not judging. That's the other thing. You know, I do know right now some of my friends and I know, you know, a lot of my clients, they have open marriages. And I think it's great for them. You know, I, it's not for me to judge. You know, I don't, would I be in one? I have no idea. I'm not in a relationship. You know, I have no, no, no idea. But, you know, not to judge that, you know, and because a lot of that is going to be more open. The one beautiful thing I see with an open relationship, if both, if, if both people can be okay with that, is, to be monogamous, like I thought about this a long time ago, because I'm a very loyal person and, and I am, you know, mon- monogamous with whoever I'm with. But 
it, that's really hard for most humans, like to be happily monogamous. Like we're not, we weren't born to be monogamous. Look at most animals. Animals are not monogamous. They're all who, you know, they kill each other to get on one another, right? And then they have many multiple mates. So, and, you know, and so there's a whole bunch of different needs for people. And maybe some people are in a relationship for love. Maybe some people are in a relationship for sex. And so maybe, you know, that person that has the open relationship needs the, the emotional support from one person, a sexual, you know, support from another person. And I think that's why it works for a lot of people. I think that, you know, it takes a lot of the, oh, I don't have to do the sex for them or, oh, I don't have to be the emotional part for them. And it just works for them. And I, you know, and that's what we're going to be moving more into. So letting go of judgment, even if it's not your thing, you know, and another thing I hear, cause I'm, I'm even hearing right now, a lot of you are going like, I would never do that. Okay. I'm just going to tell you never say never. Everything we say never to we manifest because we put so much energy into it. I have said never many times and everything I said never to, I actually did. So I now say, I don't think so. I don't think I'll do that. That's my, my new saying is I don't think so. So that's the, the relationships in the, the new time is more open marriages, open relationships, um, you know, searching. My, my biggest thing I really want to get to people is the, the long-term relationship. You definitely could have a long-term relationship. I'm not telling you you can't, but just right now, like look into the fun, the companionship and be in the now because if you're in that relationship with somebody and you're, you know, I get this all the time with people that want to get married or they want to move forward, even if you've been in a relationship for a year or two, you're missing out on the fun and you're just, you're just, all you're doing is focusing on when are we going to get married? Why aren't we going to get married? Oh my God, why aren't we getting married? Right? And so now you're missing all the good stuff. You know, you're missing about just the moments right now. And when you get married, trust me, been there, done that. It, it Things just, like, it doesn't mean, like, beautiful miracles are going to come into your relationship. So if you're already in a relationship and things are not pretty, they're going to get worse, okay? Marriage does not mean miracles come into your life. I think a lot, of, there's some people out there that think that. They're like, well, if we got married, it's like, no, 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 no. If you're already having issues, do not get married, okay? that There's a whole big turmoil, and nobody's going to change, I also want to talk briefly about this, about changing, because I had that, that um, conversation before. Changing somebody, whew, changing somebody. I first want to talk about marriage, like dating now, because I'm a different age. So the, we'll talk about this, because this goes into changing. So when you date in your 20s, it's a whole different experience than when you're in your 40s like me. When you date in your 20s, you're like, oh, puppy love land, and you're looking to date to be like, oh, I want a family, and I want to settle down with somebody, and I want to experience kids, and, you know, you're wanting a whole different experience, right? And you haven't gone through tons of relationships where you've had your heart broke or, you know, you've gone through a lot of crap and baggage, right? You've just, you're just starting the fresh dating stuff. So dating in your 20s is going to be totally different after dating after you've been married. And even dating in your 30s, because then I dated in my 30s. And dating in your 30s is a little bit different, right? Now, you, you got some, you know, you got some stuff out there. 
and you will change and, and you're still you're still willing to change a lot for somebody else because you're still willing to um, you know, wanting that allness that you think is out there that somebody else that's going to complete you because you're still not in your power. You're still looking for somebody else to complete you, really. Still in your 30s, you're still looking for somebody else to complete you. Well, dating in your 40s, 50s, 60s is totally different. And those out there, there right now that are listening to me, you know this. Because we already have our family. We've already gone through a lot of crap. We've already gone through a lot of heartache. We've already gone through a lot of stuff. And now we have baggage. We have baggage. The person we're dating has baggage. You know, and, and I call it baggage. I don't I don't think it's baggage. There's just there could be some drama. Okay. And I don't do drama, so it's hard for me because I don't do drama. There could be some drama. So now you have the ex wives or the ex husbands or you have the ex girlfriends and you just like now there's more to deal with when you date. And But now also, the beautiful thing is, is you complete yourself. You're like, I've already done the family thing. I've already done this. And I'm not settling. Now you're all in the whole, like, I am not settling. I'm not changing for somebody. I love what I do. I love my life. And that person loves their life, right? I do think that there always needs to be a little give or take. But I think that we're much more willing to change when we're in our 20s and 30s. But really, ultimately, nobody wants to change. And nobody will ever change unless they want to change. So if you're wanting somebody or you think, oh, once I start dating this person, they're going to change. No, they're not going to change. And why would you want to date somebody that you want them to change? That always that always blows my mind. It's like, why would you want to date them then? It, don't settle. Do not settle. If there's something like, let's say drinking, this comes up a lot. You know, well, they drink too much. They're definitely not going to change after they're with you. Okay. They have to want to change. They have to want to be aware of that. And usually I'm going to say usually the older you get over 40, 50, you're probably not going to change even more because you're so set in your ways. You like your life. You've been doing, we're habits. We, we are habitual beings. We love our habits. And for us to get out of our habits, even if we love somebody a lot, it's just going to take a lot. Okay. And we're going to, and when we're older, we're actually going to love ourselves a lot, which that's what I love about being older because now we're, we're not willing to settle so much. So being aware of this when you're dating and you're getting older, and for those of you who are listening out there that are older, I'm sure you can understand exactly what I'm saying is we've already had our families and, you know, we're looking now for something different too. We're not looking for the same thing. We don't want somebody necessarily to get married to and have kids. You know, we may, you, you're wanting a companionship. And so also thinking about that too, what you want to attract to you, what we wanted to attract to us in our twenties and thirties is totally different in forties and fifties, or even after you have a family. We're wanting to track, you know, I, I am, what, 45. I, a best friend to me sounds awesome, right? A best friend that you can have a companionship and have chemistry and just have some um, common denominators like that. Because the other thing I'm seeing with my own life is, and especially me because I moved, I'm in California now, and I'm not where I grew up in. You're not going to have that. It's harder to meet people because you know, when you're younger, you have that same common denominator. Either you go to school or college together, or, you know, you're, you're in that bonding thing together, and you've known each other for a while. You might have been, you know, known each other since kids. And now you come in as this 40, 50, 60-year-old where you don't know this person at all. You know nothing about their history, nothing about, like, anything. And it's, like, it, it's new. It's all fresh and new. You can make that an awesome thing, too, by 
asking questions. I'm going to tell this to people, everybody, this drives me insane. This is my pet peeve. For the men out there, let me tell you, men, when you go on a date, and this is for everybody, but especially for men more than women, when you go on a date, and if you're dating a woman, ask her about her. Oh, my God. I sat there for two hours, two hours on this date. And I, am I not, like, the most interesting person ever? I have five kids. I'm a psychic. I'm a medium. I'm a pet psychic. Like, I could – and I'm not saying, like, you know, I'm not saying, like, I want to talk your ear off by any means. But there's so many different questions you could ask me, even, like, hey, five kids. Oh, my God. Like, well, what's your oldest kid? Like, what are your kids' ages? I mean, something that simple? No. This guy talked about him, and this has been my experience on dating. They, I think part of it, they're nervous. So I'm just giving you guys a little tip here. I'm giving everybody a little tip. Ask questions. And then, and then this is what amazed me. After two hours of this guy going on and on and on to me, like all he did was just talk the whole time about himself, he asked me on another date. And I'm like, why does he even want to go on another date with me? He doesn't even know who I am. He didn't ask me one question for two hours. I almost fell asleep. It was like horrible, exhausting. So when you're dating, and this is another thing, is just have some manners. And this is for women too. This is women. I'm not saying just men. I'm just saying this is my little pet peeve experience. Is engage, ask questions, ask questions about each other's lives. Like that will will start a conversation and not a one-way conversation. I understand about being nervous and, you know, I think that's where a lot of people, when they're nervous, they just talk about themselves. But I have to tell you, a majority of my dates of my men, they just talk and talk and talk about themselves. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, can you just even ask me one little question? It, it will just make it much more engaging, right? So everybody, we need to, like, you know, just make some communication there. Okay, so we're coming back. At the, sorry, I got a little bit off on there, my pet peeve, but that was just, like, I couldn't believe this guy even asked me on another day. He didn't even know who I was. Um, okay, so this is the future relationships, and, you know, just I would love to hear feedback, too. I would love to hear feedback on both of them. Become my Facebook fan. That's where I do a lot of my stuff. I am doing a manifesting course, too, and today is my last day. If you want to get on a manifesting course, it's a four-week course. It's online, and it's here in my lovely home in Summerlin, California. It's on manifesting, manifesting Mondays. I love sharing with people and teaching how to manifest, and, yes, you can manifest that loving relationship that you want. Uh, you can't manifest for another person, though. Always know that. But you can manifest and attract to you a loving relationship. But you can't manifest for somebody else. You can't make them change or anything like that. Um, so I'm having that. You can check out all my events at vickymanuel.com or energyreader.com. And you can subscribe here on Blog Talk because I have my radio show every single Friday at 3.30 Pacific Standard Time. I also have podcasts. You can go back and listen to my other podcasts. And my YouTube, don't forget to check out my April predictions because April is the manifesting month and I would love to hear you guys manifesting love in your life and you know just bottom line look at your life and see where do I need where do I where am I lacking the love for myself because when you put the love back in for yourself there then that will shine out and that will attract a partner for you at the same frequency and that's a big thing okay all right everybody thanks for tuning in and I will be back next week create a lovely night and definitely go out dancing this weekend dance dancing is a great frequency to get to and who knows you may meet your loved one all right good night